I'm Christina. And I'm Megan. And, and this, this is, is the, the Aftermath, Aftermath of Sex. How's everyone? I don't know why I do that every time. I know that she expects an answer. <laughs> every time, oh, but I really want to know. I know. We really hope you guys are doing great. Yeah. Hit us up. Let us know. Yeah. Say hi to Let's us. How it's going. Throw up a picture on your social. We oh, want to yeah. see your fam. Yeah. Your babies. That would be cool. Your pets. Why haven't we asked for that before? I don't know. Did you just have this brilliant idea just now? Yeah. Wow. Look at that. I want, I want to know how they're doing. Yeah. Yeah, because when I say "How are you?", I really mean "How are you?", but I can't get a good response. I know. I just stare at her. I've, and I'm like, <laughs> she's like, "I'm good." You asked me that today. Well, I hope right. that everybody is having a great week, and if they aren't, I hope this picks them up a little. Yeah, and um, gives them a little bit of knowledge. Knowledge. Knowledge is power. It's true. Most of the time. Most of the time. Or sometimes it can just make you afraid. Yeah. So I'm here to alleviate fear. Very good. Or give you some knowledge that maybe fear should be a... Oh. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I think um, the topic we're covering today, I think that a lot of people fret over. And I think it's super important to like conversate about yeah. so that you and your provider can have good conversations based on good evidence. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. Um, so before we get into that, we need your stories. Yeah. We need your, um, veggie tales, your birth adventures, your, all the things, all the things Just send us all of your stories. And if, um, you're listening and you resonate with resonate, 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 wow. resonate. Words. Yeah, words. It's, it's been a problem for me lately. <laughs> so, um, yeah, if you find a story, let let us know because the people who are sharing then know yeah. that they your story was, their story was appreciated, which I think is really special because a lot of times I think sharing and writing down your story is super cathartic and it therapeutic. Yeah. Um, no matter whether it was the best thing ever or super, super scary, I think that it can be really helpful just to write it down. You don't have to share it if, if you're not comfortable sharing it, but do it anyway for you yeah. because I think it's super special for your family later to be able to go back and read. So anyway, yeah. and if you, if you want, share it with us. Yeah. Yeah. We would love to have your stories. Um, also, really great if you could um, – Give us a like, yeah. share us with your besties, follow us, give us a review, use your words to review because that kind of boosts us up and allows more people access to when they're scrolling and searching, it kind of pushes us up the line a little bit, I guess. Yeah. I don't know how it that's all works, what I hear, but that's what they, me. that's what they say on yeah. the little things. <laughs> things. So, <laughs> so if you can do that, we would, we would really appreciate it. Yeah, that would be awesome. 
help help us share the knowledge with the world. Yeah. Um, and you guys too. Well, yeah, which is so cool. The world. Yeah, and you're really neat. No, I mean share them with the world. Oh, yeah. Because they're sharing their stories and a piece of them. And I just feel like it's very cool. We can really we can really come together and and celebrate each other. I agree. Yeah. Okay. So I'm talking all about the big babies. Big babies. We like big babies and we cannot lie. They really (laughs) are cute. Are you laughing at me? Yeah, I'm just oh. you. you know what? <laughs> so big babies have the cheeks and the rolls. They do. Oh my goodness. And I um cannot tell you how many mamas have looked at me in the clinic and are like, oh my gosh, I was looking at the ultrasound and they wouldn't tell me, but it looked really big, like a real big <laughs> head, or you know, and people just fret yeah. over it and it's yeah. something that they fear. So yeah. I'm here to get down to the nitty-gritty of mm-hmm. big big babies. Okay, let's do it. So big babies are considered big when, well, it depends on who you are. Okay. So some say that 4,000 grams Mm -hmm. is big, which is eight pounds, 13 ounces. That's big. Well, that's your opinion. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's some opinion too, right? Some say that 4,500 grams, which is is big, which is 915. That's a big... (laughs) That is a big baby. But, um, you know, before I get into all of this, I like to just preface it by saying not all pelvises are, well, I don't, I mean, not all big babies can't fit through big, you know, pelvises. So, and then the size to birth birth babies. And so the size of your pelvis is is what is in the focus right of whether your baby can fit or not and of course there's position and all that stuff that you get into but um some of my smallest moms birth the biggest of babies yeah and some of my biggest of moms can't birth the smallest of babies and so until it's tried it's not true yeah so i just i'm going to start with that that. that's my professional view now i'll give you the research yeah um unless it's tried it's not true and just remember that at the end of the day um and here we go okay okay so others so there's the four thousand, which is 813 and then there's 4500 which is 915 and then there's extremely large babies um that's what they Name them if okay. they're more than 5,000 grams, wow. which is 11 pounds. Oh, I didn't know they were categorized like that. Well, it just depends on what um, study you're looking at. Right. So there's medical there's medical limitations, and we'll get into that a little bit. Okay. So macrosomia is yeah. the medical term for big baby, and it translates to big body, oh. which I thought was funny. Yeah. Because it's like, why? All right. Yeah. Cool. Um, Another medical term is large for gestational age. Mm -hmm. And this is when the baby's birth weight is greater than 90 percentile of all of the other babies born at that age. That makes sense. Okay. So nine. um, So babies who are born 39 weeks or greater to non-diabetic moms 89.9% 89.9% of them are less than eight pounds, 13 ounces. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Oh, I never knew that. Yeah. Statistic. 8.9 are between 813 and 915. Okay. 
and 1.3 are born greater than 4,500 grams, oh. which is that 9. Okay. 15. Yeah. So then gestational diabetic moms, their babies who are born at 39 weeks or greater, 87.5 of them are less than 813. Okay. Yeah. I thought. Yeah. That's fair. I agree. 10.4% are between 813 and 915. So it's okay. a little bit higher. And then greater than 4,500 grams is 2%. Okay. Which. That's so much. It's not terrible. Yeah. Yeah. So type one or type two, it changes a little bit. So this, remember, this is term greater than 39 weeks. Okay. 78.7 um, are less than 813. Oh, okay. 12.8% are between 813 and 915. Okay. And 3.9% are greater than 4,500 grams. Okay. So more. that's a little bit more than one in 10 mm -hmm. or 10 in 100. Or it's actually like 12 in 100. Right. Yeah. It's really not terrible. Yeah. Yeah. So what causes big babies? It's different for every person. And sometimes it's a combination of things, but genetics plays a role. Gender is more common um, or gender. It's more common. <laughs> Listen. <Okay. laughs> Megan just looked at me like, oh, she's broken. So gender, it's more common for men or male babies to be bigger. Okay. okay Sorry. Okay. I was like oh, reading and couldn't read. Yeah. So babies who weigh 915 or more are more likely to be male. Really? I didn't know that either. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. Um, if you are diabetic, your risk is a little bit higher. Sure. Um, if your diabetes is not diet controlled or well controlled with medication, your baby is likely to have a larger shoulder girth and um, a greater amount of body fat. Okay. Diabetes prior to pregnancy is a risk. Higher BMI or body mass index. So if we're a little bit more fluffy, we have a little bit more risk. Higher weight gain in pregnancy. So oh, really? Yeah, oh. Megan. Oh. No, <laughs> not well, to call that, you out. No, but I gained 60 pounds and he was a whole pound bigger than my girls. Yeah, it's true. And I didn't gain that much of them. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So, I mean, that... That pans out in your theory. Yeah, it does. Um, older age, post-term pregnancy, so greater than 41 weeks, and a history of a big baby. Okay. And interestingly, if you yourself were 8 pounds, 13 ounces or bigger, you're more likely to have a larger oh, baby. really? Yeah. Okay. I was 9'4". You were. My husband was 10. Yeah. And my daughter was 9. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yes. So uh, large babies are more likely caused by diabetes, mm -hmm. obesity, or weight gain in pregnancy um, that is excessive more than any other cause. Like genetics. Yeah, things like exactly. That yeah. So what are the symptoms of a big baby or how, how is your provider even going to say, oh, look, you might have this big baby? Well, we start measuring um, your fundus, which is a measurement that goes from the symphysis pubis to the top of the fundal height, which is the top of the uterus. Um, and we want that to be kind of similar in centimeters to your gestational weeks. I have a threshold if it's greater than three outside of either direction of the mm -hmm. gestational weeks that it's a, it's a little bit more abnormal or I'm going to okay. kind of watch that a little bit more closely. That's a generous, I wasn't really sure what that was or how, you know, how the range was yeah. as far as what you would be comfortable with. So, so if 
Um, and usually it's not one because it's a subjective measurement. It is. It yeah. really is. But um, so I usually say, okay, if it's one or if it's like five or six outside mm-hmm. of the normal, then I might kind of proceed with further things. But if it's just one measurement, then I'll wait for the next visit oh, okay. and just see depending on where they are in their pregnancy. So um, just kind of clues me in a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, – Polyhydramnios, uh-huh. which is excess fluid. So th- this will okay. this will show a larger fundal height. And so we might do an ultrasound to say, well, is your baby big or is your do or you have too much water? fluid? Yeah. And so um polyhydramnios is excess uh, or excess of amniotic fluid. And this is the fluid that surrounds the baby and protects it throughout the pregnancy. And um, this reflects urine output of the infant. So if you have a larger baby, they're putting out more fluid. Oh. Yeah, they're going to produce more urine. And that That could be one of the reasons. There are other reasons, but this could be one of the reasons why we get polyhydramnios. Interesting. Yeah. I didn't know that either. Oh, I'm teaching you something. a lot of things. I just love this. Um, How do we predict size? So this is a little bit trickier. Yes, it is. Okay. So as a provider, we're we're doing these Leopold maneuvers where we might place our hands on your belly and we're trying to like really feel and see how big we think that baby is. And we're taking that assessment in with your personal history and as well as your, our observational skills. Like we're looking at you and we're looking at the dad and we're like, how tall or short or yeah. big or small, you know, are these people? And and then we kind of say, hmm, I wonder what we're going to have in there, you know? Mm-hmm. And so that's one way. Yeah. Really accurate, right? So accurate. No. <laughs> Just, as accurate. Just as accurate as those ultrasounds. Well, that's the next thing. So ultrasounds can be wrong as much as 20%. Yes, they can. So <laughs> you sound like you have a personal vendetta. What does this mean? You you have a story? Well, lots of stories, you know, where these ultrasounds are predicting a pretty significant weight. And then the baby comes out and it's like seven pounds. Yeah. Well, anyway, a baby that's expected to be 10 pounds can be anywhere from eight to 12 pounds. Okay. So they can be wrong two pounds in either direction. Um, but that's like a pretty significant difference when you're talking about it is per- potential surgical intervention. Exactly. Yeah. So Which that's really pro- probably the root of why we need to know all of this. Yeah, yes. exactly. Um, so um, sometimes gestational diabetes ultrasounds are more accurate. Well, let me just say predicting a big baby with a woman who has gestational diabetes is more accurate because they tend to have bigger right. babies that because be ultrasounds kind of tend to make babies bigger than they really are. Although sometimes they're smaller and we are surprised. Yeah. yeah. That's true. Um, so do you think that if you have a big baby, you need to have a cesarean? Well, not just as a default. Okay. Yeah. So what would be your threshold? Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, I'm just it. asking. Um, well, I would have to look at all the whole clinical picture. Okay. And history and all yeah. those things, right? To decide. I don't know if there's necessarily That's... a threshold, like a cookie cutter threshold is there or is there? Well, so um, the governing body, ACOG, yes. sure. so the American College of 
obstetrics and gynecology. Yep. Woo, had to yep. get that out. Um, recommends offering a cesarean if a baby is 4,500 grams or more. So that's nine pounds, via 15 ultrasound ounces via ultrasound. Okay. Yeah. And so have you seen babies vo- born vaginally that are greater than nine pounds, 15 ounces? Oh, yes. Right. Yeah. It happens. It does. Now, Often. now would we judge a mom for wanting a cesarean if her baby was nine pounds, 15 ounces? No. She needs to feel safe with her decision. decisions. Yeah. Absolutely. So that's what I'm saying. We have these guidelines mm-hmm. to offer women options. Yeah. And some, it might be very, very appropriate mm-hmm. to to proceed directly to a cesarean. Right. Whereas others, everything around it, it looks fine. And if they don't want to proceed mm-hmm. with a cesarean, cesarean, that is okay too. So I think it's really, really important so too. I like that. to mention that. Yeah. Um, so there are some complications. So we're going to talk about maternal risks first. Yeah. So there's labor complications, mm-hmm. shoulder dystocia. This is where the shoulder gets stuck mm-hmm. or a little bit sticky, as mm-hmm. some might say. Um, but this happens only to 7 to 15% of big babies. Yeah. 7 to 15%. Yeah. That's not a lot. But it's, it's not. But it's, but it's still some. It's some. Yeah. Um, it does increase your risk for um, needing a vacuum or forceps mm-hmm. to delivery, these big babies. And sometimes they get birth injuries. Mm-hmm. You know, they can get, um, you know, a broken arm or a a plexus injury, a brachial plexus injury, which I'm sure we'll go into yeah. at some point, but I didn't go deep into that. Mm-hmm. Um, one in 555 babies who weigh between 813 and 915 get an injury. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Who have a shoulder dystocia. Who have a shoulder dystocia. Yeah. yeah and one in 175 babies who weigh 915 or greater. Okay. So if you think about that recommendation of that 4,500, yeah. you know, it's less than half um, or twice. So if you look at 555 and then you go to 175, your risk is much bigger. Right. But remember, overall risk is still one in 175. Right. So it's less than 1% right. if you're looking at those numbers alone. Right. But it's something to consider. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Numbers wise? Um, you can get general tract uh, lacerations that are yeah. more significantly. So your risk of vaginal tearing can potentially go up. Yeah. Um, severe tearing, which is would be a third or a fourth degree, your risk is 1.7% versus 0.9%. Okay. When measuring babies that are less than 915. Okay. And then when babies are greater than 915, you're risk of tearing severely is 3%. Okay. So, yeah. Not terrible. No. no but not terrible. can happen. I mean, yeah, and when you're talking about um, you know, the risks of like a cesarean or something like that too. Mm-hmm. I mean, that that comes with its own set of risks, right? Right, so. exactly. Yeah. So then you have to just determine who you are and what risks you're willing to take yeah. with you for your situation yeah. and also taking into perspective your providers intuition and mm-hmm. thought on your specific situation. Right. Yeah. Um, the use of vacuum or forcep can also increase your risk of severe tearing. So that's something right. that you have to go kind of go into it knowing like my, if I have a big baby, I might need um, intervention with a vacuum or forceps. And then that could increase my risk for tearing. 
Um, your bleeding after delivery can increase in terms of postpartum hemorrhage. So these big babies, they take lots of space and it's hard for your uterus to contract as um, efficiently as we would want it to after birth. And so that's called uterine apnea, and so it can cause hemorrhage. And um, the data shows that infants weighing 813 or more have a higher incidence of postpartum hemorrhage. Mm -hmm. So it's 4.7% versus 2.3%. Oh. Okay. Mm -hmm. okay. And 6% of moms with babies who are 915 or higher have a postpartum hemorrhage. Oh, interesting. Yeah, which is interesting. It is. Yeah. yeah. And then we have to think about uterine rupture. So if you've right. had a cesarean before yeah. and you have a, or not even a cesarean, but you've had a uterine incision, big babies can increase your risk that that incision loses its integrity and will open, yeah. causing, you know, a complication that's severe. It is. Yeah. So those are the maternal risks. Okay. And then we're going to go into newborn risks. Okay. So one study compared 2,766 large babies with the same number of normal birth weight babies. And okay. I thought that that was great. Yeah. And they included all non-diabetic moms. Okay. So these are babies who there's diabetes is not a factor. Okay. So okay? other things. Other things. So they found that there was uh, lower than normal blood sugar. So okay. um, 1.2 versus 0.5%. Okay. And that makes sense to me because there's a big, there's yeah. a lot of energy to keep that baby yep. warm because there's a big surface area. And so if they are using all of their sugar stores, mm -hmm. they're going to have lower than normal blood sugars. Right. Um, temporary tachypnea, which is okay. fast breathing. So that's 1.5% versus 0.5%. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, so one thing in this particular study is that 33% of infants came um via cesarean oh. because of large baby and um 15 percent <laughs> were from normal size babies so and it's more common to have breathing issues when you have a cesarean right. so it's something you to consider when you're looking at yeah this particular yeah because is it the cesarean or is it the big baby it's or is it both is it association or causation? It's right. one of those, you know, correlation or causation, right. one of those tricky things to kind of really pinpoint. Right. Yeah. They, um, they do have an elevated temperature um, slightly. So 0 0.6 versus 0.1%. Okay. And birth trauma occurs in 2% versus 0.7%. So the birth right. trauma goes up a little bit. Um, broken collarbones are rare mm -hmm. or they're humerus, which is the arm bone rare but can happen um so they did this study and they uh they analyzed five different um studies these researchers and they found that birth fractures birth fractures of babies four thousand grams or um oh, sorry <laughs> birth fractures uh, megan's looking at me funny too i'm just gonna blame she's her good. right now she's good <laughs> I'm Birth fractures of babies 4,000 grams, which is 813, were about 0.4 higher. So 0.54 versus 0 0.08. Okay. Yeah. So uh, like it's, it's half tiny. of, yeah, it's yeah. tiny. Um, if the weight was greater than 4,500 grams, then this risk was increased to 1%. Okay. Versus 0.08%. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah. So little minimal, really. It's still minimal, yeah. but it is statistically significant, significant right? right? Um, childhood obesity. So obesity. <laughs> what is wrong with me? Um, yeah. So if you're born a bigger baby, you have an increased risk of weight increase Interesting. in childhood. Yeah. In childhood obesity that, is an issue. That's not diabetes related. Because are you? So you're still talking about this is neonatal risk. So if you're um, you're born a big baby, regardless of regardless the, of oh, diabetes, okay, okay. then you have child. You have oh. an increased risk of childhood oh, obesity, mm -hmm. which can lead to metabolic syndrome. Yeah, there's lots of things. Then yeah, yeah. So um, so metabolic syndrome is like a cluster of conditions. It's increased blood pressure mm -hmm. and high blood sugar and excess body fat around the waist and abnormal cholesterol levels and weird hormonal shifts. And it increases risk of stroke and heart disease and diabetes. Mm -hmm. So if we can do our best to prevent big babies, right. then we can help our babies before they're even born yeah. in their life. Right. So um, prevention is having a preconception appointment and monitoring your weight and managing your diabetes and getting them under control and being active. Mm -hmm. So one of the best things to do is walk after dinner. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Big wow. babies. Interesting. Do you want me to hit you with some facts? I do. You know me. Yeah. I like to find something fun. Yeah. So um, Guinness Book of World okay. Records. Should we go there? Yeah, I'm excited. So I have a few things. Okay. Okay. So in September of 1955. 55. Okay. Okay. Yes. Yeah, 1955. Mm -hmm. There was a baby boy who was born to a healthy mother, Carmelina Fidelli, in Italy, weighing 10.2 kilograms. 10.2 kilograms? Yes. Which is 22 pounds, 8 oh, ounces. no. 22 pounds, 8 ounces. That's impossible. Nope. It's... <laughs> It's it's documented. Pounds? Yes. Was this vaginal? I don't think so. How could that? I don't think so. Well, bless her heart if it was. This one doesn't tell me which way that baby came out. Okay, I really hope it was. I'm necessary. sure. And by it, then, you know, it was routinely done. Yeah. So in 2005, wow. yeah. in Salvador, Brazil, there was a baby boy okay. who was yeah okay yeah who was born via cesarean okay. at seven point five seven kilograms, which is sixteen pounds eleven ounces. Wow. I threw that one in there because it's two thousand five. I mean, this was recent. No kidding, that's a big baby. Yeah, I say recent. I guess it was only tw almost twenty years ago. I'm so old. Me too, bro. Lord. Okay, so I'm <laughs> like, it was just yesteryear. I know. Okay, it's like it. But um, sixteen pounds. I mean, that's a that's a hefty babe. That's a big babe. Yeah. There was a woman in South Africa who gave birth to a 22 pound, eight ounce baby, but was disqualified. And I think that that's disqualified from what? The well, Guinness Book of World Records? Yeah. Why? And <laughs> because the child suffered from Weaver syndrome, which causes excessive growth. But I'm like, dude, Wait how? a second. But it was born. I mean, we're talking about a birth here. Yeah. Here's the reason why. I'm I mean, just saying. She Somebody deserves, disqualified she her. The credit. I'm glad we're giving her credit today. <laughs> if you deliver a 22 pound baby, the world should know that you I, are a superhero. I 100% agree with you. Are you freaking kidding me? Disqualified. I know. I thought that was like, what? Just because this baby has a I, genetic I, syndrome? 
I mean, because that, I mean, that could be said for all these other reasons why these babies are big, especially if we're talking about yeah. diabetes or something like that. Yes, I know. I'm offended for her. Oh, you should be. I will be with you. Okay. Good. Okay. What's her name again? Um. Well, it doesn't mention. <laughs> <laughs> but we stand with you in solidarity. Solidarity. Yeah. Solidarity. You get it, girl. What year was this? It was in um night. Hold on. Uh. Nope. There's no year. Did even. you just make this up? <laughs> there's not <laughs> even a year. No, there, no, I just I um I I don't know why there wasn't a year. I'm sure it was there. Anyway, Maybe. and I just didn't write it. Whatever. Maybe. Maybe. So it was a year. I mean, definitely it happened. It did happen. Year. It was in the, it was on their records. It's so on their records. Okay. Mm -hmm. So six three of nineteen sixty one for you who wants a year. <laughs> um, there so was, my mom was born. oh no, my my dad. So. Mm -hmm. Wrong card. Way to throw your parents right out there. No, I'm just kidding. Um, they reported a boy weighing 24 pounds, 4 ounces at birth in Turkey. But then in January of 1978, they stated that although it was reported, no reliance can be placed on that report. So why even write about, write about it? Well, because I think that they were trying to get that that world record okay but and there was a report but there was like no birth record so they mention mm -hmm. it but they're like we can't because that would win because it's 24 yeah. pounds four ounces yeah isn't that crazy though the world record is very i mean guinness book they're serious about they really are you their really stuff. have to do stuff by the book if you want to be in the book <laughs> you really do if you want to be in that and book you gotta submit that birth certificate yeah and then do you want to know something Interesting. I do. Amongst my searches, I found a giantess. A giantess. A giantess woman. Okay, and she has like like acromegaly or something or some kind of. Didn't tell me. It just called her a giantess. Okay. Um, she her name is Anna Bates of Canada. Okay, she lived whatever. between 1846 and 1888. She kind of had a short life. She did. I bet it was the. I bet she had it. And she had it. Yeah, I'm sure she had a genetic disorder because she was seven feet, yeah. 11 inches tall. And she gave birth to a 22 pound boy who measured 28 inches long. 20 inches long. 28. 28 inches long. Yes. And like this birth occurred in Ohio. Oh. Yeah. On January 19th, 1879. And this baby wasn't named. He was just called Babe. Because he only lived 11 hours. Poor oh, little guy. Yeah. Why? Well, I'm sure he probably had he this so thing. Big and yeah. A lot of cardio stuff. And it was in the 1800s of it all. You know. Poor babe. Yeah. So anyway, fun facts. Wow. Okay. So the current world record is that first one that you mentioned. The very first one, which is 22 pounds, 8 ounces, or 10.2 kilograms. 1955, a baby boy in Italy. Wow. Yeah. That's going to be hard to beat. I well, think I would hope in modern times, days that that would prenatal care that like should that. be very hard to beat. What's the largest baby that you've ever seen born? I think 13 pounds. There was one in recent times. I had 13, nine. Yeah. Uh, um, and that was a cesarean. Yeah. And I had a 13, two that was vaginal. It did. It, yep. Yeah. And um, this is when I was a wow. baby nurse 
in this. Wow. Yep. And I remember that this is probably one of the first times that I just prayed out, out loud to the Lord Jesus. <laughs> and the, the physician was like, keep praying because the baby was, was so stuck. So stuck. Yeah. yeah. But that mom and baby lived well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good. I'm glad. Yeah, that's really scary. You know, yeah, that's really, uh, yeah. If there's if we are, are anticipating a big baby, we've got extra we got hands, we got to be prepared. Gifts. Yeah, we've yeah. Got stuff. But they got that baby out. Wow. And big babies are not a scary thing if you are really talking with your provider yeah. and you're understanding your risks a hundred percent. And if if you're not so one of the things that you have to remember is being scared about a big baby is oftentimes scarier than a big baby itself. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so you just, you know, you have to remember that because it can cause increased intervention and increase just like overall increase everything. Yeah. So just take a breath. If your baby is big, look at the, look at the actual data that we know to be mm -hmm. true Listen to your provider's intuition because they've seen a lot right. and, and then go with your personal gut too. Yeah. Give it a chance or don't. Yeah. Whatever, Whatever you choose. It's good in your heart. Yeah. So yeah. that's it. That's it. I hope, yeah. I hope you learned something. I did. Good. Yeah. About how to be mad at the Guinness book. Well, that no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Meg gets rolling her eyes. It's so fun. <laughs> I like to get her going. All right. Well, we hope you feel enlightened. Bye. Bye.